Welcome to such a good movie. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Hello. 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 And welcome to such a good movie. The podcast where three guys give the opinion they were never asked for. I'm Steve. This is Diz. What up? What up? And this is Lou. This guy is this guy is up. So, this week we're talking about Uncharted. But before we find out if there's any treasure hidden in this cinematic piece, fuck, I you gave you gave time. him you gave oh. him way too much credit. Yeah, actually. I did. Like, yeah, I really did. I think you actually <laughs> felt that. Steve was going to be smarter, yeah, and he wasn't. He really phoned that one in. It was between that and before we go into uncharted territory. Steve Bingo, I won. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh right, I, I didn't kind of. It. I kind and of equally, won. you know, you used a different phrasing. Yeah, I, I did that left open so that you could say another phrase mm. with the uh, uncharted territories part. Okay, there you, <laughs> go. you knew. You knew the. <laughs> roundabout ballpark of where he was going to be with this. The lesson Regardless, here is... No, the, le- the lesson is always that, Steve, you're terrible at puns, stop it. And the but, lesson here is, is sometimes it's good to be predictable because you would give people more satisfaction than trying to be edgy and different. If you didn't even use the word uncharted. What? <laughs> no, you made a reference to treasure, which is what he... Who cares? You guys doing good? Did you have a good week? A good week? Did you have a good week, Luke? Yeah. Yeah, been good. Still on the grim, which also I realised now TV, <laughs> they just put adverts on. They you pay ten pound a month, you get adverts. It is disgusting. I thought this listening back when I was editing. No, ten pounds a month and you get adverts. I was like, I haven't finished the grim thing. I'll pay for the subscription. Adverts? Of ten pounds? It's, come on, Netflix, Disney, uh, where's their adverts? If they got an advert, it's got a skip button at least, isn't it? Yeah. But what the hell? And also, I learned you have to pay £5 more for a boost package. Yeah, so that you can actually have like more than one account open or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You're like, hang on, Netflix again, that's where you can watch on the same sort of thing on different devices as well, like even if you have the standard membership. No. No, no? You, you, there's a, you have to pay to have multiple screens. Well, I do, but they ain't hiding nothing from it when they yeah, so sell it to I me. I meant to say, though, I was really <laughs> saying about Netflix. Netflix haven't done themselves any favours because I went to look into mine and they went, we're going to start charging you fifteen ninety nine a month? And I went, what for? For multiple screens. I only use one. Fuck off. <laughs> and no, so, Leon watches it, though, didn't he? No. Leon, he's not that. Yeah, sorry, I, I stole your password a while back. So oh, I don't care about that, but um, you know that's well, anyway. Like Netflix, Netflix uh, did a uh, open event last night, I believe, didn't they? And uh, well, sorry, not last night. By the time this goes out, so yeah, their first open event thing they done, and Dave Chappelle got tackled. Mm. Which kind of speaks for. Where are we going in society when comedians are yes. just going to get attacked? When it comes to viewing things, if you don't like it, don't watch it. It's as easy as that. This is it. There's many of things that... This is what I find I don't funny about this whole situation. Yeah, this is what I find funny about this whole situation. When it comes to comedy, there seems to be this attack at the moment. It's like, 
No, that shouldn't be allowed on telly. And it's like, okay, but I would argue there are more questionable things allowed on telly yeah. than the people support. Yeah. Like Piers Morgan. <laughs> I'm not going to reference or direct anything at all because the point being is, if I don't like it, I don't fucking watch it. I do. <laughs> I miss the days where people just went, I don't like that. I sit there, I go through the TV guide, I go, I'm going to fucking hate that. Put it on there. <laughs> I sit there going, it's fucking crap. Fucking hate it. If only there was another choice. Um, <laughs> put Netflix aside. You said grim and stuff like that, so wasn't anything else in particular that you're like, oh, okay. Um, well, me and Diz, we went and saw The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and we've recorded a little bit of that for for the podcast. Insert here. Yeah. So, what are you expecting? <clears throat> Um, crazy town banana pants basically <laughs> uh, I think this movie is just going to be a whole lot of Nick Cage and a whole lot of what the fuck pretty much exactly what I just thought Yeah. although I feel like if you like Nick Cage there's going to be a lot of fan service in this yeah yeah. I think it's going to probably uh, hit some points on his career over, over the couple of decades he's been in movies like a celebration almost of his accomplishments regardless how bad or good you think they are I'm going to um, be honest right now though do you know what I'm most curious of after what watching you, it what? The, what, what the fuck is that clip of him where he's clearly a lot younger it looks it anyway and he's like I'm Nick fucking Cage like uh, that he's like what the fuck when did this happen I, I don't unless it's not and it's I don't know fuck knows Right, we should uh, should probably think about getting over there, shouldn't we? We we should get over to see the unbearable weight of massive, massive talent. talent. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna well, be that. <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes. So, um, so we've had a little walk, haven't we? And we haven't said a word about it. No, we've kept quiet until and, now. Until now. So I'm going to ask you. <laughs> what did you think? Um, I, I, I think I, I got what I expected actually, a bit of what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> unexpectedly enjoyable movie. Uh, I, May I um, loved it. It was, yeah, there wasn't really much of it. Like, uh, it felt quick, which, funnily enough, sometimes I find the merit in films when it, it feels like it's quick because you're not wasting any time there wasn't any time wasted they were keep they just kept churning it out and like by the end of it you're just like cool like it hasn't changed my life it hasn't like it's not the best film i've ever seen but um oh mate and for me it's like i've gone from like oh i love nick cage like i say it's a throwaway comment to now i was like i fucking love you nick cage you you took the piss out of yourself completely like that opening scene when he's like i am gonna read for you and the way he always like was you always like you are taking the piece out of yourself and this is fucking great. They they kinda just really like rolled with it and kept it going. 
this is 100% worth the watch, especially for Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal's bromance. Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was unexpected. And was you, unexpected. you missed a moment when you went to the toilet, but I'm not saying on here because I don't want to spoil it. Um, the only thing I will say is because it's in the trailer, the fucking guns from Face Off. Oh, yeah. Mate, it's just... If I guns, they're my guns. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, anyway, everyone, go and see uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah. Because it is a fucking ride and a half. It is fun. It is fun. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, back, back to the show. That's that done. So, yeah, and... Uh, you're back with us uh, with very interesting points there <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope that's got some really bad cutback sounds <laughs> really bad. Um, yeah so other than that what you been doing Diz not a great deal I've watched some stuff I've played some stuff it's been an alright week um, done any more filming uh, no, no, no filming. We've actually wrapped filming. Seen anything um, of the filming you were doing? Yeah, I watched the death scene. Uh, on the, on Did the you like what you saw? Yeah, it was all. It was okay. Um, it's not at its final form yet, but you know, a few more versions of it, and we'll have a finished product. Will there be special effects added? Yes. Yeah, there's. I mean, to to a degree, there's there's special effects involved, like you know, post production stuff is going on now like you know music stuff stuff like that um so yeah uh, yeah yeah just beefing it up a little bit and like chopping it down yeah so other than that i've uh, revisited uh, a film series that i really like called the house party films <laughs> and uh, with kid and play and really? they're quite good but as always guys we've got ourselves lost in the usual uh chatting shit chit chat uh, and we've lost lost course so let's get back on to our movie of the week which is Uncharted starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg and otherwise known Sophie as Marky Taylor. Mark yeah Marky Mark <laughs> Say, Sophie Taylor and Sophie Taylor Ali is that, is that what that yeah. says okay oh sorry and God, you guys just really were looking forward to this, weren't you? Tati Gabriella. Right, I, IMDb. Look. Uh, is it, what? Six point. Four. Four out of ten. And the Rotten Tomatoes. Is the Stanky Tomatoes are 40%. The Meta? 45. And the Google? The Google is 86%. Right, so as a, we're just saying it's a score, I would say that's obviously not a great score, really. Overall, you've, again, it's one of those, unless you're going to brag about the Google one. Well, I'm not going to brag about it, but I am going to point out the fact that since we've uh, put Google into the run-ins of critics... They've always been high. They've always they? been really stupid. I don't think they're high. reliable, to be honest. I don't think you're reliable. That's fair, I'm not. But anyway, I don't think they can be trusted. I don't think you can be trusted. I can't, but that's, we're not here about me, we're here about Google right now. So anywho, 
how did we feel about everyone involved? Luke? Um, very miscast. Do you want to... Well, yeah, they look nothing like they should have. As in, I personally always thought that Colin Farrell would have been a brilliant Nathan Drake. Um, Colin Farrell? Yeah. You know Colin Farrell? I'm familiar with Colin Farrell. I just wonder why you come to that. Because I just think he'd be a better Nathan Drake than what Tom Holland was. He's a bit... He's a bit old. Yeah, well, they have technology, don't they? But look, look at the, look at the picture. Uh, but then if we're using that argument, then Nathan Fillion would have been much better for Nathan Drake. Okay, but anyway, you, you felt... It, there could have been better casting. I, I personally agree with you. I, I thought from the word go, and they were like, Tom Holland is going to be Nathan Drake, yes? I think I should have been Nathan Drake. Um, I probably would have preferred you as Nathan Drake. Exactly, Tom same Holland. here, yeah, exactly. I love Tom Holland, and I don't want to speak, speak poorly of him, but he just... He shouldn't have done the Spider-Man landing in the film as well. Oh, <laughs> don't even... I'm not even going there. Uh, there was a Again, Mark Wahlberg as Sully is just... No. See, Sully... I know what he's from the... No, it's Mark Wahlberg. And he is Mark Wahlberg in this film. I'll be honest, I felt like this. Tom Holland was miscast. He doesn't make me feel like he's Nathan Drake. I imagined him to be taller, more, like, just more... It's just not Tom Holland. It's just not who I imagined as it. He has is meant to have this charm and this comedic charm to him. I felt like Tom Holland didn't deliver that. What I don't get as well is how they had Nolan North in the actual film. And it's like, well, come on, he could have got into shape for that. He could have done this role anyway and then it'd be the actual proper voice. And even, yeah. like... They, it doesn't always translate. I know it doesn't, does but no, come that's on. Not gonna right, pull, that's not going to pull in the crowd that they want. It would have, because people like me would have been like, yeah, Uncharted sure, game, like, film, like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm in for that. And then they'd watch it regardless. So you would have gone it. to the cinema to see it, had you been in... Mm, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I haven't the time for cinema, I'm a friend. <laughs> but regardless, though, I do think that Tom Holland was miscast, Mark Wahlberg was definitely miscast, and... Um, and the other characters... The only one I was happy to see in it was... Uh, yeah, Tati Ga- uh, Gabrielle. Because she's out of... Um, Sabrina. Yeah, she's in the Avengers Sabrina. And it's good to see her breaking out of that into like a major movie. Well, where she's playing a mean girl. Like, yeah, I know, again. Sabrina. Yeah, <laughs> but is she still, she's still... She's moved on from a series. Yes, she's playing the same character. In a it's movie. always good to see. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is, that is, that yeah. is a little annoying, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's exactly the same. <laughs> but it's always good to see people who start better in sort of humble. They're getting things. better. Yeah, yeah, get better, get a move on, and hopefully get to play more diverse roles. Because this is another thing. I didn't feel like this was the best direction for Tom Holland after he's played. He just wasn't far enough away from Peter Parker. And wasn't close enough to Nathan Drake. No. Well... It- Spot on. Just done me in for that. I couldn't. Oh, it's such. A... Where was the comedy in the child? Oh. It wasn't. He just wasn't that for me. 
And I know, like, it's a game film and stuff. Like, they can be over the top and all that. They want to be and stuff. But it just felt like they wasn't over the top enough. You know what I mean? Are you fucking kidding me? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But that last scene... Yeah, I know. ...is one of the most ridiculous things ever. I was sat there going... One helicopter. This is... One helicopter. What's the word? I don't even know what the (laughs) ludicrous. This is ludicrous. This is absolutely fucking ridiculous. One helicopter. Ridiculous is the word. (laughs) I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's... It was ridiculous. Um, I... The other thing I found was my issue with Tom Holland being Nathan Drake. There was all these points where they did these really, like, well-choreographed fight scenes... And all of a sudden, he's just like an expert at fighting, even though he was a bar guy, like, and he was just a, what's the word, pickpocket. Yeah, yeah. Pickpocket. I mean, I think that's, some, that's some of the uh, the magic that's lost on Nathan Drake in the movie is that, like, Nathan Drake in the game is a bit of a brawler. Is there? Like, he, 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 he he's been in back alley fights he's bit like he's yeah but he's not doing none of this flipping stuff is he he's very people trying to steal the steal the gold from him yeah but what I loved in the game is you would fight some people and if you got punched in the stomach or something Nathan Drake would go down and you'd be like oh right now I've got to keep tapping his button to get up but also this is all Tom Holland flipping around again it's like another thing that annoys me is in Uncharted 3 there's the scene where uh, Nathan Drake is very young and Sully's there like that could have made sense for Mark Wahlberg to play that part, maybe. But regardless of that, um, they didn't even have that in the film. They didn't have that in the movie at all. Like, they should have... I just wish they just maybe stuck well, towards the game more. And it would have been just a better film. Let's talk about that a bit further <laughs> on down the line. So, but like, before we move on, fucking Mark Wahlberg, why... I ain't got a problem with Mark Wahlberg giving it a go, right? But when you're first adapting something to film, Try and stick to that source material as best as you can. And mainly one of those things is, is the look. Let's get the look right. So I don't get why Mark... We've got Mark Wahlberg, a middle-aged man, and it's meant to be some guy sitting on a boat waiting to give his instructions and stuff or whatever and occasionally shoot someone down from a distance. Sorry. Rant over. Just pissed me off. No, no I mean, it just it just wasn't up to par with the games at all. I think the games just completely shit all over the film anyway. Like it's well, just I mean <laughs> again, uh, there's puzzles the in the games in it. And just, no, I, I, so I, much think than... I think they used to, <laughs> I just know, think you sit there and say they didn't do much for the film, but it's just like, well, uh, to the movie, uh, the games and it's just like, well no, actually they outright chopped and Sliced and glued and pasted and bits all sorts game, bits of the it? game into the film, like you know the um, the beginning of the film with the hanger. Yeah, that's they, the when he's that. hanging out, that's one. That's a uh, a quick scene in Uncharted Three. Uncharted Three, but also in Uncharted Two, he wakes up in the train cart that's hanging off the cliff. Where he has to, yeah. Right. So, so they've a, taken it's a, a bit mishmash of, that, of both. Yeah. yeah. Then you've got the fact that um, Sully never worked with Sam until Sam got out of prison. Um, he worked with Nathan a lot more times before he even met Sam. But now in the movies, oh yeah, I worked with Sam before. You're just like okay, and the Sam storyline is from the fourth. Uncharted. So um, I haven't got that far in the if Uncharted. If you look 
all uh, everything that actually span all of the Uncharted games. There's a heist mission, so to speak, which is one of the more boring missions in the actual game. They do that in the film. They Why do they puzzles. they take all of their fruits of their labour and stuff and shove them into one film and they could have just done they, they could have put the first game that, yeah. and just done it that way and stuff? Like, mm-hmm. there's plenty of action in number two as well. Like, I'm literally only, like, a quarter way of three. The, so, the problem I'm being like, is there is a supernatural side to Uncharted and I don't think they wanted to go down that route. Why not? Because it, because then you lose audiences if you've got this massive treasure hunt and then at the end of it. Because I always remember in the games, in the games, I was always like, oh, like I'm playing the game, oh, it looks like I'm getting to the treasure, cool, cool, what the fuck? Why is there some fucking demon creatures attacking me right now? Why, yep. What the fuck and is going on? And the same thing happened when I played that new Tomb Raider. I was like, oh, this seems really cool. I think they're going to take Lara Croft and... Her idea in which one? The, good, uh, the the newish games where you. I, I, I played the first two of that series, and I can tell you, there's not really anything that supernatural other than the location. The first Tomb Raider, like at the end, there's like a thing of there's like a supernatural thing with a tomb in that. At the end, you might not it's fight. It's to do him. with the island. It's not like there's no creep like. There's no supernatural creatures. The, the The location itself is just... It's not even supernatural. It's just cloaked, so to speak, and in a different location. Like, but it's not reachable by people. So what she's trying to do is make the island reachable so that she can get off of it and get home. Like, the, there's not a great deal of supernatural I stuff. I would say that's a lot of supernatural way. if there's... If it's falling into that realm of no one knows this island or cannot see this island until you do this task that then makes it visible, that falls into the supernatural realm. And I really like just the idea of playing as a fucking Tomb Raider, literally raiding stuff to go and get treasure and being like, oh, there's a little bit of a, you know, but in things you find in the tomb or whatever. But anyway, anyway. You, you need to play Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, but... We digress. Like I say, there was a heist mission. There was puzzles. There was life or death moments mm. where everything had to pan out perfectly. Waters and stuff. Like you yeah. could almost get, like you know the bit where uh, they're behind the bar and then he like dives into that little hatch mm-hmm. before just before it closes. I'm like, that's one of those like cutscene things where you'd have to press X at the right time. Or, yeah. Something you know, like you could pan it. it was, I did like, I know, yeah, I did like the, the camera angles and stuff they was using, as in, like, because it was like, I, thank I, I'm you. in the game, like when they're in the water and they have to they sort of turn around and swim up. The camera angle there, I was like, it was really weird because I was like, I haven't played that game in years, and I was like, and even I know right now, I just saw it, just feels like you're actually in the game, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was weird. I felt like I was playing the game then for a second, however. Also, I, that I, isn't enough I, to... I did like that uh, transition, or should I say, transition. You know, he's sitting on the train, and he goes from younger to older, and it's just. No, uh, I, I, I can't transition. remember that bit, I like that. Uh, or didn't really take it in properly. It was just very well done. The way they did it, I was like, that, that was very well done. As I told this, I struggled with this. Transition. I struggled with this. Oh dear. Um, so. 
just before we things. before we go any further, like um, I did actually do a little bit of research this week about the, uh, the the basic road to Uncharted, so the road to the film we watched, and it's a little bit of a shit show. So the first game came out in two thousand and seven. Yeah, um, Hollywood started planning for its live action adaptation in two thousand and eight. Always bear in mind before, we're in 2022 now, right? So, um, in so in 2010, they got the first director, which was David O'Neill. He then left to do a film called Silver Linings Playbook. They then got someone called Neil Berger who left to do Divergent, Diligence, Diligence, like something like that. I, I can't remember the film. Oh, do you mean Divergent? Diversion. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Who was then followed by Seth Gordon, who left to do Baywatch. Who was then followed by Sean Levy, who left to do Free Guy. Who was then followed by a guy called Dan, Dan Truckenberg or something like that. Then Travis Knight. Then Ruben Fisher. Then, yeah, there's more. So it was like a relay. Like of directors basically, basically picking up the fucking. There's a whole lot of directors that have come and gone Jesus. on this project. So it took, like, bear in mind, Hollywood started looking to make it a film in 2008. They started get they got their first director in 2010. And then they go through just this wide selection of directors that go off to do mediocre properties, let's face it. Um, March 2020 is when they actually start filming. But they shut down the first day due to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Then July 2020, they resume. Obviously, I suppose after that's all sorted. Then, in July 2021, they start reshoots. It gets even better, ladies and gentlemen. This road was a rough one. And considering the film we got, obviously, by your two's impressions of it, it was not worth the wait. So oh, we waited long enough. We're going to look at the we release dates. When Tom Holland was older. So all of the <laughs> release dates for Uncharted. So the first release date was supposed to be June 10th, 2016. I'll say that again. June 10th, 2016. Bear in mind what year we're at right now. Then they cancelled that and did June 30th, 2017. Then... They wiped it off the slate. They weren't going to make it. Then, December 18th, 2020, was supposed to be the new date that it was coming out. Then followed by March 5th, 2021. Then followed by July 2021. Then February 2022. And then, here we are. So, Uncharted was never supposed to be charted. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, <laughs> I just felt it was worth noting that. Um, That's mental. That is a that, 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 shit show. That is a, that is a lot of production hell. That is a lot of red tape. What I can imagine is there was a lot of to and fro between Naughty Dog and the production company to try and make it so that all everyone was happy with what was going on. But basically. As you guys have shown, not everyone was sold on on the film. No, 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 no. But 
We have um, not did that part. Which does lead us to our usual point. Sorry for my little history lesson there, guys. But like, you know, history fit. What, what were we expecting? And what did we get, as we ask every week? Well, I'll be honest. I expected probably not to like this. Mainly because of who I knew was... <coughs> who was in it, etc, etc. I expected not to like it. I didn't think I would dislike it this much. There is some major issues for me with the execution of half of this film. I think you're just cranky today. No, I think it was absolutely bullshit. Like, so film aside, Tom Holland's character right. finds out that Mark Wahlberg's been lying to him about his brother, then is literally told him to fuck off and then goes, okay, we're going to finish this thing for my brother, even though you've lied to me and I cannot stand the sight of you. And then after that, we're done. That's because Nathan Drake's a good guy, but too good. Good, good, good guy? No, I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. Sorry, can I, can I just check, which one of you has played the games? I've only just started I played the first three, one. Massive, yeah. I've, I've, played, played, I've only just started number three, but I've played first two, what? first one and two. Okay. I played the first one. I played part of the second one, but it was really fucking boring, so I never finished it. And then I think I completed the third one, but I cannot remember. Fuck all, other than you're on that mountain in that train at the beginning of it. I've done all four. But, I'm sorry, there are several times in this movie where things are just ridiculous and bizarre. In the, so in, is the game. In the, no, but in the game, paying attention. No, no, it's not, not that at all. I'm talking about the no, case I guess of, that they didn't go over the top enough in the film. Because in the games, they go over the top of it, and I love that. Well, I mean, I, I feel that, I mean, let's face Can it. Can I just clarify before we move on? My points are... There is dialogue and character building that is just shocking. The way they just move forward with things, it's like it is bad. I that's why I struggle with this. Like what? I wish I made notes because there were several interactions. Like how he goes to Sully's apartment straight away and just yeah. gets in, and you're like, how did he know where he lived? Well, the, I mean, the, the, whole, the whole point of that is to show that Nate is very good at what he does. He's very good at picking a mark and finding people and getting what he needs from people. But, but there was no interaction but, or anything really no, to but, source that information. No, sure, but Sully equally left enough breadcrumbs so that he fair could be enough. found. Yeah, fair enough. But I will say this. You said something a little while back a few episodes back and that was how much work should you need to do to make sense of a movie mm -hmm. and this that I found myself like that at several points going why would he just do that though and for as a person know, going to, be to see with you. it the, the, as, the, as the, a uh, I think if you take someone like me who has played the games so I can appreciate I know there is fan service in this but if you treat this as a standalone movie it was for me. It was absolute garbage. I don't know. I like. I kind of liked the the build up and and the uh, the linkings of it all. Was in the uh, like the way they got the keys, the crosses, if you will, like through the auction and everything. Mm -hmm. 
whether that's in the game, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, there is, a, there is, uh, there is a. So the the heist scene is actually pulled from Uncharted Three, I believe, where they heist across from an auction, and Sully that, actually, so actually has is to in be, there. Yeah. yeah. Okay then. Well, fair enough on that one. I kind of love that scene, like how, is, they, how they required it. But this is what I love about this film. Is that it does just hit? It hits all the notes, and, and like whether whether you are sitting there as an uncharted purist going, oh well, that's not quite right. Oh, Sully hasn't got his thing. Like it's an experience where you're actually playing an instalment of the game in a way, because like it has got that build up. It has got the heist at the beginning. It's got the little bit of story at the beginning. And I agree. If you're a fan of the game. You've played it quite a bit, and you're a big fan. You probably really enjoyed this. But if you go in like me and go, oh, I played the game a long time ago, but let's just treat this as a as a movie. I'll even look past the fact that Sully's half the age he usually is and stuff like that. Yeah, but and, so and, but put that aside. So is I still I still felt like I was like, okay, regardless of the, even the bits I get, um, this isn't enough for me. I, I, I was just saying. Like, yeah, but I suppose it is a film rendition of the games, isn't it? It's not them trying to copy a game, as you said. I just they don't want to copy the games. Well, no, I mean, they haven't completely copied it, have they? Like, completely. But. But I think this. Sorry, Luke. I, I think this weighs into something I find that's a big problem with cinema goers and video game movies as a whole is that no one buys in before they sit there and watch these things. It's like, you know, Mortal Kombat come out, what, last year, the year before? Mm. And, like, some people you ask will be like, well, it was just another failed attempt. And I'm just like... I kind of like the backstory. I think it actually (laughs) did a really fucking good job of staying true to the, the standard of storytelling shouldn't be measured the same film to video game movie film. There's a different expectation. Like, um, then you've got the rare cases where, like Resident Evil, like not the latest one, I'm on about the one with, um, the one that had Gina, loads of sequels, uh, Mila, Mila Djokovic. Yeah. Um, they they were a insult to what was great about the Resident Evil film. Like, a, game series do you know what I mean but like when you look at something like Uncharted you're just like no it's hitting all of the beats and it's got the same feeling like the the great feeling about Uncharted is you're going through all of this in that moment where you see that they found the treasure you know even in the film you're just like oh cool as soon as you see those two boats you're just like my man <laughs> like it's it's cool it's a good moment and then Although it's never happened in the game, as soon as you've got two ancient gold-filled boats flying through the air by a helicopter, having a kind of fucking war with each other, you're just like, no, I can totally see how this would pan out in the game series. <laughs> yeah, no, th- this is a great level, like, in, in the making. Really, if they make another one, I think there should be a fucking boat-helicopter level, because it'd be dope. Like, uh, you know... Sure, the like the conversation and emotional scenes aren't going to win Oscars, but like I've seen far worse from much better. I found the, uh, the the realism in what they was doing was very good. 
What do you mean by the realism? As in, like, in the fight scenes, like, the way they was going down and stuff, it was proper, hard, and, like, well, very real. Like, that's how you would actually fall down after doing what they was doing. Like, it is a natural fud. Your physical, like, oh, felt that. I oh, I see what you that. mean, like, when and he was dangling on the lights... And then you know, like the lights are slowly breaking because he wanted to get away from those guys, didn't he? When they're heisting, you know, yeah, yeah, all those yeah, dangly yeah, lights, yeah, yeah. he falls down. Yeah, I was paying attention. How he comes to down, sort of yeah. thing, like on the wire extension. Doesn't on the doesn't wire. land yeah, perfectly, does he? He's like, no, yeah, he gets thrown. He's like, oh fuck. And it's a proper slam down. Yeah. and does it, and I like that. That was good. Like even even for the craziness they was doing, there was still a lot of like kind of realism in it. As in, like his foot was trapped in. The crate as he was like dangling from the plane. Like in the game, I think he comes over, doesn't it? And then he like grabs onto the netting, I think, yeah. But like, obviously, he was already stuck onto it. And then obviously, he gets hit by the car. That was a bit. But I don't know. Does, does, does he really feel the effects of it fully when he's not falling backwards after getting hit by the car? Because obviously, he falls into the air. And like I think, like when you get hit by something, you need to have the back bit because that's what really does the damage. Is you slamming down on the floor, like your internals. That's where the problem, the impact, the impact. Yeah, the impact proper is bad. Like, but the afterwards part as well. What I slamming was, down on it, if you will. What I was going to say is actually going back to that last scene. Some bits were good in the sense that, like, there was a bit where for some reason Mark Wahlberg had to lower the ship, and obviously then it was in the water. Because it's pulling against the water, obviously. So they had, but they were pretty good with their physics. I would say exactly. So uh, the physics of like that was in, why the, yeah. the the ship was smashing into everything because they were flying. Yeah, it. and that's a valid argument. So that it comes is, down. That, and that goes, was a that's a reaction of what the situation they were in. So some of your points valid. There are sometimes when you go, I can't look past this, even though you've given your explanations. Let's then say I I suppose I'm like. I don't agree with that explanation. Like, I don't see what anyone was due to gain from that whole situation. I feel like after everything they've gone through, if I was that criminal, logically I'm going to go, I think the best situation, best case scenario is I at least drop this ship where I was going to, this big boat over here, and go after them without this. But obviously that wouldn't be a good ending scene, would it? Do you know what I mean? No one's going to go and go, oh, do you know what? They did the really sensible thing. As you say, it's not going to drive the plot forward. But for me, it was just too much. That I was like, no. It's like... One bit that was a bit baffling was after he gets hit by the car and they're flying through the air and he meets up with Chloe, she does this thing where she's like, oh, we don't, you don't have a parachute? And then she's just like, follow me. Yeah, and then she like, just, like, just hold on to him and then jump off a little bit. Well, no, it, the car it was just and you'll like, be absolutely fine. It was more the way that they sort of like really downplayed it. Like, oh, I know the way. Like, la da 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 da. Just gonna <laughs> dive, just yeah. gonna dive down here. Like you're in, you're you're floating in the middle of the air. Like this is crazy. Like, have a little bit more like. Uh, I think I can get over yeah, there. Yeah, it's like, like, uh, actually, I will actually, fall to my death in a second. Yeah, no, also, like, probably can't hear much because, like, you know, the wind. The wind. Past, <sighs> like, yeah, so, like, yeah, there was some, that bit in particular, I was just like, that's stupid. But it I is mean, a like, game. There's a lot of so I remember it yeah. could be, and also that was the opening scene 
So they couldn't really give too much away. Like they couldn't, because if they hugged or embraced or something, that could be like, oh, no, 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 there's no romanticism. We, we know there is romanticism straight away. You know what I mean? I mean, you know. <laughs> romanticism, is that the word? That's not the woman Are that you saying... supposed to end up with, but. Yeah, I thought that was one who comes up in number two as well. No, no, she comes up in number That's two? the thing, that's the girl from, that's, that's the character from number two. Um, but the character from number one is the one that he ends up marrying. Oh. So, like, once again, they've mishmashed it all to a point where, like, so it was a number two. I thought she was, yeah. Thank but you. they're going to have to mishmash it again with the second film if they're making one. Yeah. To make it a second one. So it's just going to, both films are going to be a mishmash of the whole series. Which I suppose in, in theory you can sit there and be like, well that's much like the Marvel Universe. Like they've just taken elements from the entire comic universe and made it... What they feel are the best bits. Yeah. No, I get it. Like I say, I hope it comes out as a game for itself. What, Uncharted the movie, the game? Yeah, as in, <laughs> that's what I mean. As in, as in they do a, a movie rendition of it. I mean, there are so many times that are actually called that thingy, the movie, the game. <laughs> well, how would they do it? Um, <laughs> Street Fighter, the movie, the game, was was bad, but it was also <laughs> funny because it was the movie, the game. What would we have done different? Well, yeah, like let's do what we. If I, if I be honest, uh, I just wish for more puzzles. I wanted some more puzzles in there. I thought that the, well, I thought the puzzles, puzzles were pretty only, good. Yeah, but it was all one. If you know what I mean, like I said, it was all for you, one. You wanted purpose. loads of little I puzzles. I wanted some other bits as well because it was, you know what I mean. Like they could have turned, getting the map from the uh, the salt urns, you know, the Roman salt urns sort of thing. They could have turned that into a bit more of a puzzle. You know, I mean, it was just instead of that, it was just a equally like you know during the games, um, Drake he draws and has a notebook with all of the like. Well, not so much a notebook, or he's drawing all over the the paperwork that he's finding to find answers to these puzzles and stuff. Like I feel like they could have incorporated a book. I just wish that there was a bit more puzzles in there. And as I said. Um, recast of the main characters I, I i personally loved the storyline the whole thing of it it's just i just wished it wasn't tom holland and mark Wahlberg. that's see i agree but so i have to good. don't know who i would then instead cast as nathan drake but just well in my head as i said it's colin farrell <laughs> so tom holland seems this sounds like a really odd way to put it but he seems too short to be nathan drake he just I imagine someone told me. I think it's the stockiness. Bulkier. No, it's the stockiness. That's, yeah. a, that's about it. I think. Because um, he is actually quite short compared to Sully. He's about like that much difference, as in like about a clear foot, I think, that or something in the game, isn't he? Hmm? Isn't he like a clear foot, like taller? Tall, he, like, he's clear a full foot, blown taller. adult, you know, so that that's what's weird about having Tom Holland, who's like a man boy, <laughs> you know? They're a different like weight set. He's not stocky enough. But like, uh, equally, I I see what you mean. Like, maybe if they cast Chris... um, Pine? No. From Guardians. Oh, Pratt. Chris Pratt. If they do, like, a dark Chris Pratt, like, darker, like, hair, 
<coughs> Pratt would have been a better fit than Tom Holland, in in the sense of like how, yeah, I've always associated Nathan Drake's being quite a stocky guy, like quite a brawler, really. That's a bit of a, it's a bit of a pickpocket, you know. He's had to get himself out of some scrapes, you know. He's had to get, whereas Tom Holland's a little bit like, oh no, like you know. I know I don't look like it, but I was Spider-Man, so I can deal with this stuff. And he's just like, yeah, no, but like, we're not supposed to know that you're Spider-Man. I, yeah, I, I, I very much found, that I agree with you that Chris Pratt has the charisma that I was hoping to get kind of thing. What I would have done differently is recast Nathan Drake, who as I'm not entirely sure but you made a good point earlier saying Chris Pratt that was a good a good point um, like that's the kind of charisma I was expecting from it um, and someone I, f- I felt like um, that wasn't how I remember Sonny in the games I remember him being more of a warm father fatherly figure with a Hawaiian shirt on yeah um, and I didn't get that from Mark Wahlberg so therefore also didn't no, Sully's always been a bit of a crook. Yeah, because he double crosses the first game, isn't it? Yeah, he, he always double crosses, but he always sort of makes right by it afterwards. Yeah, uh, he's just like really he does his plan, plan really. But that's about it. Um, like I said, obviously, I had my gripe with the ending scene. But I don't know what else you can do, and for the audience that you're that's going to see it, that's what they're going to expect, kind of thing. You're going to have to have something that's ballsy like that kind of thing. But I think overall, I would have gone with like a more realistic approach, I suppose. Then I suppose it comes to that point of uh, how would we have rated this? You go first, Um, I would have rated it a 2.5. I've seen worse, but I I wouldn't be in a rush to go and see this again. Overall, I didn't... I never knew where the story was meant to be going, I felt. So, but that's just me. Luke? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Um, I'd give my my rating is a 3.5 um, mainly because I could watch, it's rewatchable um, it pays fan service um, I was never w- waiting for an Oscar winning adaptation of Uncharted so it just was a bit of fun um, don't get me wrong yeah they wasted some moments but they also got some real key moments in there um, so yeah you know just above average a 3.5 for me Mr Whitey I wish that uh, give it like a 3.3 or something <laughs> just deduct two bits just for Mark Wahlberg and uh, Tom Holland like the only thing that really fucked up for me on that one. It sounds more like a free. But to be honest with you, yeah, it might be a free. I don't know, because I've 
rewatched it today. I'm not gonna lie, I tried to rewatch it. Oh. I did find it being like this is this is a very long film. Um so yeah, I, I did I did enjoy it the first time I watched it though. Yeah, I just I wouldn't have been in a rush to watch it again. Just yet. That's fair. And usually, you know me, I, I usually watch films, like, if I like a film, I'll watch it quite a few times. No, I get that. Um, I think that one of the things is, is this. there seems to be a lot of fan service in this film, which is great, and I think that's why, for someone like yourself, Diz, you really enjoyed it and found it, you know, really, like, and would rate it such and for me I did feel like I'd be off the mark anyway even after I'd watched the film I then was like let's see what the ratings are like and I found it off anyway again I love not only Tom Holland but I love Mark Wahlberg as well because things like other guys and stuff like that but I just didn't feel like I wouldn't go as far to say as dialing it in because there was actual effort put here. Like one thing I did notice about Tom Holland as a signing off point, he did his best to deepen his voice. You notice it immediately in the bar scene and he's talking to Mark Wahlberg. <clears throat> he tries to steer away from that. We're closed, so go home. Yeah, he, but he tries to steer away from the Peter Parker. He's like, I'm a high school student, I'm all high and surprised. Um, but I never felt like any of that delivered for me. I genuinely felt that I was just like, nah. So, but overall, I think from the ratings that you've got here, it's it's a, a average film, I'd say. Yeah, no, that's, that's the. Thing which annoyed me a bit is that it wasn't an average film. It could have been just the icing on the cake with another two different people. Just having two different people in there. The I think the casting for Chloe was very good because obviously I kind of recognised her through that part. I was like, oh, that does drop the memory part on that. Um, yeah, immediately. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they they casted quite well. Like for other things, it's just those two. As you said, like, a long time ago, I think they just had Tom Holland in a contract or something. It's just like what we use it. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Um, it doesn't surprise me the way I feel because it's Sony again, and I have to admit, recently I feel like Sony aren't really churning out anything very credible at all. But Nowhere. At the same time, you've got to look at it as like everyone, you're always going to have that anomaly. I feel like for me, I'm a bit more of an anomaly here. Whereas though I know generally no one's going, this was amazing, I'm very much going that other way. But a bit like me and you were with Batman and everybody loved it and it was like, I was sort of with you like, I don't think it was awful, but I, yeah, I don't get why everyone thinks this is amazing. Kind of <coughs> So it's made me dislike it more. What the heck is people it's like? People like, I'm just like, it makes <laughs> me angry because I tried watching it again and I'm just like, angry. <laughs> no, why? Stop it. 
people will like what they like. If if you could choose a game to be made into a film, what game would you have made into a film? That is a good question, actually, and I will start that. I know what you're going to say, The Last of Us. Uh, no, a, they're already doing they're, they're, that they're, as an yeah. HBO series. Um, I was going to say Jack and Daxter, who are also created by oh. Naughty Dog. I would like to... I don't know how it would work. It would be pretty ridiculous, to be honest. I could see it ending up a bit like one It could be a Netflix series, though, or something. I 20 minute episodes. just the way... The whole concept of Jack and Daxter is going to end up being... It's probably never going to adapt to live action very well, but I would still like to see it just because I'm selfish and I want to do that to cinema. <laughs> um, but I don't. I think it would end up being like World of Warcraft, where it just seems really a bit parody of itself. But like you said, if you, do I want to see a game? Be yeah, I want to see that. Or a good Tomb Raider. That'd be nice. Yeah, because the Tomb Raider film was shit, wasn't it? Like that one. Yeah, all the time. Shit. Mm. Yeah. The, the the latest one. I don't I don't well, I don't, I didn't like any of those of ones. I don't well, know. Well, there's the Angelina Jolie to, Tomb Raiders, and then there's the yeah yeah the, the ones with about Angelina Jolie. Jolie. I went and saw that at cinema, and I was like, this should be good. This should come on. The only... Oh, they're the church, and it's over. <laughs> oh, that was great. No, it was not. That was shite. The only good thing <laughs> that I was like, yeah, Angelina Jolie looks the part. That's it. I remember being that young and going, no, this doesn't work. That's all that works here. You've got the outfit right and you've got facial-wise the casting well, but actually, no, she was a pretty good... She did an alright job at Lara Croft, but yeah. What about you? Um, No, this was much worse than that one. Oh, okay. You know much more about games than me. Um, I'd probably want time to think that's yeah. right when shit asks the question but I didn't think about the answer Go on. Uh, it's a toss up for me uh, probably Gears of War or Fallout um, both have great stories both have potential for really great um, environments for scenes and stuff I think if, if they had the budget both uh, game franchises could make great movies I don't know about Fallout because I know what it is. I've said, I know roughly what the main character, I say main character, what you end up dressing up like. Mm-hmm. But Gears of War actually, that could work. That seems like somewhere it's like, that could probably translate. You see, it's got a great well. story. That's the thing, it's, it's not just a. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a blood fest and it'd need to be probably an 18, but like, the story is fucking great. Equally, they've just recently made Halo a TV series, and it's not great. Uh, they broke the biggest sin on the first episode and took his helmet off. Oh, uh, but yeah, well, that's my answer. What about you, Luke? <laughs> Most of the games I like already have adaptations to them. <laughs> More combat, Sonic. <laughs> I like the oldies and the goodies and stuff. And I don't think they can make a Skyrim game because you might as well just watch Lord of the Rings or something. You know? <laughs> uh, they might do, though. Instead, I'll, I'll go the opposite and I would like to make Grimm into a game. That could be fun. I should do that. Because you can go and collect all the vessel knowledge. Do you know what else would be a fun else. film? 
Def Jam fight for uh, New York. Rappers be cashing in. Yeah, it'd be a fun film. That would I would go and see it just because that. Well, just just the fact that Snoop Dogg would be the like the third act main boss <laughs> fighting film. You're just like yes, yes. I was trying to think of any other games. Are there any famous games you'd say just before we wrap up? Or famous franchises where you think, why has this game not had a film? Uh, Tekken hasn't had a proper, proper film. It hasn't had a film. It has had a film. Good point. But, but not yeah. a proper one that I can understand. I think I saw <laughs> that as well. When I think I just they go around the wrong day. It's like, oh, they should have done something for the 90s Tekken. Like, it's got to be hard because games. Mortal Kombat to... had the, a film about it, didn't it, as well? So they could just be like copying that. That's just. Could happen. Is that sometimes where new games shoot themselves in the foot? Where they always want to keep it changing to keep people interested? They That makes it harder to adapt them than it does of older games such as Mortal Kombat because you had all those established characters like Sub Zero, Raiden, things like that. Well, no, just like they haven't nailed. Making Mortal Kombat movies wasn't it, was Spyro was it Spyro the Dragon yeah. yeah was that made into a film as well no. I thought that was made can I just clarify what I'm saying is is that I feel like they have done them I have my own personal feelings about the Mortal Kombat films but of visual wise they got both of those Mortal Kombat films if we ignore whatever the sequel was to the nineties one got stuff right in a way that was like. Wow, like both times Goro was actually pretty impressive. I thought both times. Are you talking about the 90s and the ones come out this? Yeah, the 90s Goro scared the shit out of me as a kid. And even going back to it, I went, that's still pretty good. Like, this is still. 90s Goro wins just because of its realness. Like, you could see that that was like, obviously standing at one point. I like think a real figure, like like well, it doesn't bit as in it was actually there, sort of. Thing. Yeah, it's for the but, physical effect. Yeah, but and that's always better because it's but always got real. some good shots out of it. But yeah, no, yeah, but it's in the second one. Obviously, you can see his anime. It's like, yeah. uh, I still think they they got a good look for him, but I just I'll, don't get me wrong. I personally liked the Mortal Kombat, the the new one as well. Mm, me too. You oh you like especially I, the fight between the I didn't think I liked it. I liked. The fights, obviously, but I, I have watched it again recently and stuff, and like watching the backstory of it all, and it, that's what you're watching it for. Yeah, you're not watching it for good, like, all of the fights. I mean, obviously, you want sound fights, but see, neither was I. But I just didn't like the backstory. It well, did, the backstory hit for, well for me. Yeah, I mean, like, they've left themselves a little messed up if they want to go the route of the video games, but they they wrote a good story mm-hmm. that sort of tells a pretty good true to form adaptation to be honest like the the fight between Sub-Zero and Scorpion is what the driving force of Mortal Kombat in some in some senses yeah I mean I only ever played the early ones of Mega Drive I didn't follow oh and I think my brother got one for Playstation that I had to go on where you could get like Bay Vanity and stuff like that and it still looks pretty Mega Drive-y like you know, you're number three, number three, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, but basically, I don't, I can't speak for Mortal Kombat, the new one, as a, as a game adaption, but as a, but like I say, that was just me personally. 
I've played quite a few of the recent ones, but equally I've watched quite a few YouTube videos about the story. Uh, leading up to watching the Mortal Kombat movie, I was just like, I want to see how true to form they're going to go with the storyline. And they didn't, but they did at the same time. I wasn't mad at it. But anyway, this is slowly devolving Coming into a... Kombat one. Yeah. But um, I've got one other question, actually. Well, can I just answer got... one more? Is um, Horizon um, Zero Dawn would make an exceptional movie or TV franchise. That that game has an amazing world with a lot of world building and a lot of potential for exceptional stories. Um, so like, yeah. But anyway, your next question. Oh, so my next question was, so, so far of all your, of all video games you know of and that have been adapted to a film, do you have one that you think like, oh, this was really, this is the best, what's the best adaption for you? I think for me personally, at the moment, I might change my answer in a minute, because I'll have one up off of my head, but Sonic, that no, do you was know actually what? quite good. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I do think that Sonic was a turning point for video game movies, where they, I mean, don't get me wrong, if, if I'm saying personally... I'd say 95's Mortal Kombat was my, like... Because I was just like, this is campy enough, but also true enough for me to really enjoy it as a kid. I was just like, this is kind of what I wanted in a Mortal Kombat movie. Like, I wasn't mad at it. The second one, Annihilation, was dog shit. But, like, the first one, I remember being like, this is really cool. And bear in mind, around that time, we were getting, like... The Super Mario Brothers movie, which was completely just wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that. But equally, if I'm being honest, the best video game adaptation to date is Sonic. I think you're right there, Lee. Ah, thank you very much. That's all right. Man. Well, thank you very much, everyone. Thank you very much, ladies, gentlemen. Oh, really? um, <laughs> That's how you all know this. Explorers. <laughs> What the fuck was um, he talking about? Doors. Look at me. Talk around time, man. Come on. I don't even know what I'm going on about that. Uh, right, good night, everybody. Yeah. Good, no, good morning. Guys. Good morning. Cause well, just in general, have a great day and yeah. thanks for listening. Happy Monday. Bye-bye now. Pow.